This is Father Kyle. We're covering now Day 12, Chase Guardian of the Virgin. Pray for us. And we're going to read the complimentary reading for that day is page 125, The Feast of the Holy Spouses. This is a very good, great insight uh, into uh, a tradition that uh, Father Don Calloway is suggesting that the uh, church make more prominent in the church. It exists maybe on the books, but needs to become more prominent. That is the uh, celebration of the marriage of, of uh, St. Joseph and Mary. <clears throat> a reading, um, uh, a quote from St. Joseph on the Virgin Father of Jesus. Since there's nothing on record that he, St. Joseph, ever had any other spouse than the Virginal Mary, than the Virgin Mary, it is also certain that he remained a virgin all his life, St. Jerome. The Feast of the Holy Spouses. Uh, the Venerable Fulton Sheen writes, No husband and wife ever loved one another so much as Joseph and Mary. Did you know there is a liturgical feast that celebrates the marriage of Mary and Joseph? It's called the Feast of the Holy Spouses, sometimes also referred to the Feast of the Espousals of Mary and Joseph. The Feast of the Holy Spouses has a long history going all the way back to the 15th century. The day traditionally designated for the feast is January 23rd. In a few countries, the feast is celebrated on January 22nd or November 26th, but those dates tend to be exceptions. Nobody is exactly sure why January 23rd was chosen as the day for the feast, but we are given a fascinating insight into the date and the mystical visions of Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich, lived from 1774 to 1824. Uh, 1774 to 1824. <coughs> In the accounts, we have her visions. Of her visions, Blessed Anne Catherine claims to have been transported to the marriage of Mary and Joseph and witnessed the ceremony. Blessed Anne Catherine offers details about the wedding and explicitly mentions the date of the marriage. She writes, The spousal took place, I think, upon our 23rd of January. They were celebrated in Jerusalem on Mount Zion in a house used for such feasts. Another mystic, Venerable Mary of Agreda, 1602-1665, also claims to have had visions about the lives of Mary and Joseph. She wrote extensively about her mystical experiences and claims to also have been present at the wedding of Mary and Joseph. Her account, her account of the wedding provides detailed descriptions of such things as the dress Our Lady wore, the stateliness and attractiveness of St. Joseph, and the joy experienced by everyone in attendance. Venerable Mary of Agreda wrote the following about what she witnessed at the wedding of Mary and St. Joseph. By divine operation, the two most holy and chaste spouses felt an incom incomparable joy and consolation on their wedding day. The heavenly princess, as one who is the mistress of all virtues, lovingly corresponds to the desires of St. Joseph. The Most High also gave St. Joseph new purity and complete command over his natural inclinations so that he might serve his spouse, Mary. Why don't more people know about the liturgical feast of, Holy Spou of the Holy Spouses? 
Well, unfortunately, the feast is not on the universal liturgical calendar of the church. The Feast of the Holy Spouses is only celebrated in a few shrines dedicated to St. Joseph, for example, the Oratory of St. Joseph in Montreal, Canada, a few dioceses where the local bishop has approved it, and in several religious communities dedicated to St. Joseph. One notable religious community that celebrates the Feast of the Holy Spouses is the Oblates of St. Joseph, founded in Asti, Italy, by St. Joseph Marello. In 1878, the Oblates of St. Joseph are a wonderful religious community of men serving the church, and they celebrate the feast annually on January 23rd. Their founder, St. Joseph Marello, was a very holy bishop who had a tremendous love of and devotion to St. Joseph. He was canonized by St. John Paul II in 2001. Interestingly, in 2002, St. Joseph also offered the world the Luminous Mysteries of the Rosary. The Luminous Mysteries were actually founded in 1957 by St. George Preca of Malta, but St. John Paul II offered them to the Universal Church to help us call to mind important truths of Christianity that are under attack today. The second Luminous Mystery is the Wedding Feast at Cana. In meditating on this mystery, we are reminded that marriage is between a man and a woman. Since this perennial truth is so hotly contested today, the church needs a universal liturgical feast that celebrates marriage. It would be truly wonderful if the church placed the Feast of Holy Spouses on the universal liturgical calendar. Just such a feast would serve as a reminder to all holy men and women of the sanctity of holy matrimony. What a delight it would be to liturgically celebrate the holiest couple who ever lived. Let us pray that more places request permission to celebrate the Feast of the Holy Spouses, and that someday it may be placed on the universal liturgical calendar. Uh, just in our own church, our own parish at St. John Paul II, if, uh, if you guys remind me, uh, if people remind me, I will indeed bring that back uh, to our parish and uh, make a, a beautiful, maybe an evening, evening mass to make that happen, okay? Uh, just so that we can celebrate marriage as it needs to be and have um, the perfect marriage to look up to, uh, the marriage of St. Joseph and our Holy and Blessed Mother. And the last quote here to end today, uh, everything that refers to that marriage of Mary and Joseph happened by the intimate disposition of the Holy Spirit. That was written by St. Bonaventure. I hope you enjoyed today's readings and uh, listening to it, and hope to see you uh, at our next meeting. God bless.